listen to mama.com You might not go to hell Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 84 It's um, May the 4th, 2008 It's actually like the 6th Sunday of Easter or something Maybe the 7th but, but we're really celebrating the ascension of the Lord today Hi Dave What's happening, man? What's happening? Are you doing the dishes in the background? I'm putting the dishes away from the dishwasher. Oh, okay. My my, in a sense, my dishes are ascending from the dishwasher into the closet where they belong. Yes, my it's all the, part of a theme. It's a theme. Yes, they're ascending. Yeah. Well, it was also Kentucky Derby yesterday, wasn't it? It was indeed. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, huh? It's crazy. Big Brown, the favorite, came out from the 20 slot and won. And then a horse died? And then the only filly in the race came in second, broke her ankles after the race. After the race. And then they killed her. Oh, my God. Man, that's intense. Yep. And I think third place was an Irish horse, actually. Oh, there you go. (laughs) I should have been rooting for that one. Yeah, seeing that I'm Irish and all, bet at the place, <laughs> and then you, that I, I might have been your best bet. I think you paid eleven sixty or something. Paid eleven sixty to to show, huh? Yep. Wow. They mentioned Keeneland in those, uh, you know, when they were leading up there. I guess some of those horses must have raced at Keeneland. Yeah, they we have uh, bluegrass stakes for like a week ago, and mm. several of the horses. It's, I think it's the last. Thing they do here before they shut down. Oh, I see. And then last week, uh, and then like yeah, the Derby is the next week after. Mm-hmm. After the spring meet at Keeneland, they race, and then it's the Derby the next week. So, so our new show is it's horse racing today. This is no <laughs> longer um, about religion. We decided to take a new tack. You think? You don't think the mind of Man, now it's the mind of man, the mind of horses. I think so. I mind think. of man, mind of horse. We don't we don't know anything about horses, O'Day. I had horses. I had a couple horses. Did you? Did we talk about this? I had two horses. One was a race horse, and one was a kind of an old plow horse, and you could tell by their names. Because one was called Willy Nilly, and the other was Porky. <laughs> when did you have these horses? I lived in New Hampshire. Really. Yeah, we had horses, and I used to take care of them with my sister, although my sister did most of the work, which she's never ceases to remind me of. But um, So this is when you were like five or something? I was a little pisser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but sure, this picture of me up on the horse, bouncing around. And Willie Nilly was a former racehorse, so he used to get out every, like, you know, periodically. And then my father, who was like five, six, would have to go down the road with like a lasso and try to catch him so it was it was it was all very dramatic and people would ride the horse like one guy was riding the horse and he swallowed his cigar when he was like riding him and you know because he was going so fast and and uh so you know it was great fun you should have a horse they're expensive yeah they are Maybe maybe that's how you're going to win your money. You're going to become a racehorse owner. No. Why not? You're in Kentucky. I know, but they're, expensive. Like, they're expensive to own, mm-hmm. seriously. 
I mean, buying them isn't the expensive part. Taking care of them. You know, farrier and the vet and... Oh, so you looked into this, huh? Feed. Well, no, I have friends who have horses. I do. <laughs> and, and they're like, yeah, and hauling a trailer, and then you got to buy a big old truck to haul your trailer with the horses. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just an expensive proposition. You, you should be rich to own a horse. Yeah, you should be rich before you... Exactly. Not a money maker necessarily. Not, not money. usually. So. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but. Alrighty then. Okay, so um, on to weightier matters. Um, <laughs> the the ascension. That's pretty big stuff, huh? God going up to heaven, and returning, and yep, just so this is after he's around for. I say, okay, well, you know, like I left, I came back, but now I'm now I'm really going. Exactly. Yeah, that's the bottom line on it. And the guys and, and the apostles are hanging around and and the, sitting up looking at the sky. And the two angels come says, Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking up at the sky? He's been taken up to heaven. Now go get to work. <laughs> Surprising these guys made anything of themselves, isn't it? I mean, they're, I mean, the way they're portrayed there, they're kind of like, let's run away. What do we do next? What, you know... What do we do? Where do we go? Run away, run away. You know, that's kind of early going. That's kind of how they... Hide in the upper room, all that Yeah, exactly. And then Jesus comes and hangs out with them, and they're all good. Then he rockets up into heaven, and then again they go, uh... (laughs) Yeah, now now what we do... I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, you know, whatever. It'd be kind of difficult thing. Well, well, that's true. Apparently they... Romans and stuff, you know. Yeah. Apparently now they're going to go hide in the room until next week, which is Pentecost. So. Mm. Oh, so yeah, so so you have the up, then 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 it coming back down again, and then they get all inspired. So so even after he left, they're kind of hiding for a while again. I believe so because mm. next week's reading is about how they were in the upper room again, <laughs> and then the a lot Holy of time Spirit, up in that room. And the Holy Spirit came down and kicked them all out. So. Yeah. But it's just, this is a I was this is a traumatic event for them, right? Because first he's with them and they're yeehaw, and then they kill him, and they're like, right. "Holy crap!" And then he rises from the dead and he hangs around and say, "Yeehaw!" again. Right. And now they're now he's shoo, disappearing again. Only this time they actually see him go, and then they have these two guys come and say, "He's gone." Right. Get to work, and they go, "Holy crap!" again, and they right. go probably go back into the room and say, "Now what do we do?" And they can't figure it out until. You know. So they're inspired. Yeah, they're inspired, all right. Inspiritus. Right? Yeah. So. And then, and then, of course, the responsorial psalm is God mounts his throne to shouts of joy. Mm. Again, about ascension. Huh? Well, uh, we thought it meant he was going to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, the, the throne. Yeah, mounts his throne to shouts of joy. A blare of trumpets for the Lord. <laughs> oh, the trumpet. Was it the trumpet thing? The... Yeah, a blare of trumpets from the Lord, perhaps, maybe. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Who's blowing those trumpets? Oh, it's the Lord again. Yeah, so he mounted his throne. You, you, you do get one sacrilegious little dig in every week, don't you? <laughs> I don't know what you mean, Dave. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you don't. Um, so, but you know, it does raise the question: Aren't we? Aren't we? Aren't we all prone to hiding in our rooms and waiting for something to tell us what to do and and being afraid and 
not wanting to go out into the world and be our true spiritual selves. It's true, Dave. I am afraid of the Holy Spirit because I think he's going to kick me out of the room and, you know, make me do that stuff you just said. <laughs> Maybe he's going to make you go to China or Africa or India or somewhere or and and uh, evangelize. No, I don't think so. What do you think he'd make you do? You don't know. I don't. You never know. That's the problem. <clears throat> well, you know, here's what I think, too, about that. I think the stuff that we're afraid they're going to make me do, that's not necessarily what's going to happen. You know, I think I think when people are afraid of being themselves or doing what they came here to do, they have an idea of what it's going to look like, and, and that scares them. But that idea of what it's going to look like really doesn't have much relation to what would actually happen if you were. Yes, if here's my experience with the Holy Spirit, which is why, you know, I'm afraid of <laughs> You go, okay, Holy Spirit, this is what I think I'm going to do. All right, I'll sign up for that. And what you're signing up for is nothing like what you thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what you're saying. I mean, right. yes, you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. And he says, and you say, okay, here you go, God. I'm yours. Do with me what you want. And you go, holy crap, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of what the... Apostles are doing right. They're running around, going, "Oh, we think we're going to go do this," and then it's. I mean, it's like, for instance, right when they first hooked up with Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Several of them are all excited. We're going to go overthrow the Romans, and we're right. fighting all right. the sword, and I'll be willing to die for you and crap. Mm-hmm. So, so allegedly they're signing up for it. Right. But when they get the, yeah, you're going to die, but it's not going to be like that. They're going, "Whoa, wait a minute," right. <laughs> you know. Was this in the fine print or something? Right, oh. right. That's what I'm saying. You don't, you never know because you know the mind of God is not like the mind of man. You know, Dave. So you know, you're absolutely right about that. Right. So when you think you know what you're getting into, you never know. He's gonna pull something entirely out of left field from our perspective. Mm-hmm. So when you say, "Okay, I'll go with you," right. <laughs> you're not sure where you're going. I mean, you're saying China, India, wherever, and I'm going. Yeah, maybe, but to, to me, New York City would be just as bizarre of a place. Well, that's true, or a soup kitchen in the Bronx, or, um, and, and or, 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 but you know, that, these are all like really extreme. I mean, what, what if it's just like you're gonna, you're gonna go to um, San Francisco and and be a, a an advertising executive for a nonprofit organization, or you're gonna, or whatever. I mean, that's just whatever. sort of a you have no idea. Right. I mean, it, it 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 could be any number of things that are more based on your, you know, your own abilities and proclivities and and how those fit into the whole plan. But I, I I have that experience too. It's like, well, if I really gave up my own control here about my own planning and what I want to do, that I, you know, my image is always, well, yeah, I'll be working in a soup kitchen somewhere, you know, and just uh, whatever talk to people, and that, it's it's ridiculous. That's not. That's not how it is, really. It's not a, like, you know, it could be, but you it have no be. idea. Yeah, Ma- no maybe it'll be, we'll be making movies in Hollywood yeah. we'll, or something. That would be good. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you, you know, that's true. That's a Zen thing, isn't it? Could be yeah. good, could maybe not be good. You never know. Exactly. Yeah. So what else? Uh, so the ascension, anything else about that? I mean, what, what, what do we need to think about with that, that whole idea of, you know, there's this whole concept nowadays that in, in sort of the 
new age movement that the, the whole species is is ascending. Like the humans are going to be, they're going to take this evolutionary leap where we're all kind of um, more enlightened and more connected, and and the planet is going to, you know, evolve. Like the, this idea of it, that as individual beings, we're also all going to, on mass, we're going to kind of uh, ascend or or evolve. What do you think of that idea? I think that's crap. Uh. <laughs> I mean, what does that mean? I mean, we're evolving. Every day. Yeah, or no. or not, or we're, I mean, what's the evolution going to go to? I mean, if you look well, it, here's here's what I think it is. If you if you look at it, as an analogy, that when, in in evolution or theory, you had a, a long time where there were just single-celled creatures, and that went on for like millions or billions of years. Then all of a sudden, you have multi-celled creatures. For some reason, it, there was a leap there from single to multiple. So, so in, in an analogous sense. This idea that we're all these individual beings kind of running around in our own individual egoistic manner, that somehow that's going to evolve and we're going to be more like a group uh, soul, a group spirit, a group. Uh, we're going to be more connected and moving forward together rather than with our individual egos directing us. He loves the idea. He loves it. Well, they, that's sort of the whole point of church here, isn't it? In a way, I was thinking that, yeah. I mean, that's what Jesus said in, you know, you should be one as I and the Father are one. And we're always trying to make this community of believers and work as one church. But, right. well, as I was just reading, there's 30,000 denominations of Protestantism or something. Really? I'm going, you know, I don't know. And we're all Christian, sort of, mm-hmm. and I'm going, I mean, that, that'd be great, but I'm not, you know, it sounds like from this evolutionary perspective, you're thinking more of in a you know, physiological thing, and I'm going, hmm, I think what we need to do is, you know. It's a spiritual thing, too. Yeah, act as a community, and we have that opportunity to do that now, but, I mean... I don't know. Why doesn't it happen? Because there's too much of the devil hanging around. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I was the devil being our egos and our our temptations and our self-centeredness. Well, there could actually be a devil, Dave. I kind of believe there is too. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and but I'm just. I mean, for instance, I turned on the TV this morning, and and you know. The elections, actually, our primary election in Kentucky is Tuesday, also. Oh, really? And so, and and as is. No one's talking too much about that one. Well, they are here. Are they? All right. It's all, everything that's on television here because the primary is, you know, Indiana and North Carolina are apparently right. a big deal. Right. Ours right. is also Tuesday, so I'm watching. That's all that I'm is on TV is Barack and and Hillary, you know, and you're going and you got that whole Barack, you know, his preacher. Oh right, sure. Almost a black militant or something. Yeah, yeah. And and Hillary's talking about the gas prices and the oil companies and I'm sitting here going and and there's global food problems about yeah. 
you know, the price of food and people are starving and 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 crap and you're going we can't even deal with this crap. <laughs> I mean, well, why do yeah. it's all a matter of contention and us against them and why don't we just work together and figure out the whole thing and help everybody out? Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, we could in theory, but a lot of people that are just all about the me, give me the money. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's a, it's an addiction, I think, a little bit because it feels good when you're powerful, and and people seek out that experience. So I'm powerful intellectually. I have money. I have opposite sex attention. I have artistic talent. I have this. I have that. And people get very attached to that stuff, and then they want more of it. I have more than you. You know, that's that's the rallying cry of our culture. The one with the most toys wins. Yes. <laughs> it's a hard thing to break. I mean, it's a hard attitude to break. Mm. And that is connected with what we're talking about with the, with the reading, too. Because it's like, if you think about that ascension, it's like ascending to something higher in yourself, too, I think. For me, anyway. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah, see, this was a physical departure. It's it's more of about, I think, the whole ascension. The rest of the readings, for instance, say, yeah, but I will be with you. Right. And I will come back. And I'm like, okay. So even though, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's about, oh, you think it's more about, like, how it isn't so much about the physical presence, it's about the spiritual presence, like it's symbol of, of there was this experience of the physical Jesus, and then now there's this experience of the, the spirit of it or the indwelling God kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, the if you say that the physical presence means everything, right? it brings up an interesting concept because... If you say just his historical human presence, then those people who lived then had a much greater advantage over than we have, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which wouldn't be fair, Dave. <laughs> All right, that's true. So, so then you say, okay, it doesn't matter. That's kind of what he's doing to them. Even them, with, with you know his apostles, he says, okay, I'll hang out with you for a while, but then I'm leaving, and you still have to. I mean, my physical human presence is leaving. Right, but but I will be with you, and I mean that's the essence essence of the Catholic thing that we have the real presence in the right. So I have that being with you, yeah. and you know physically and like you're saying spiritually, I can be physically with somebody and have no connection with them at all. Yeah, that's true. You know, true. so you can still kind of have both. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a good that's a good promise, isn't it? Sort of. Yeah. But even so, it will still be. No sex for you. That's true, Dave. <laughs> no matter what. I guess so. All right, we're done with that. <laughs> too too depressing to talk about. I don't know. <laughs> Um, 
Then, of course, there's our other question. Yeah, what does this have to do with foosball? Yes. And what does it? I don't know. <laughs> abandonment. It's, it's sort of like abandonment without being abandoned, sort of. You know, I'm leaving you, but I'll be with you, and go get to work anyway. I don't know. Sort of like if you had a hot girl on your team. Okay. I, I, just, oh, I just always want a hot girl on my team. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares whether you win or lose? Huh? Exactly. Right. And then if she left, you'd still have to carry it. Then I'd have to partner with you again. Uh, yeah, I know. And then, and then we could still play and have fun, I guess, even though we were waiting, for the, hot, we're waiting for the hot girl to come back again. But it's still in your mind. So that, you know, it's still in your in your spirit. Yes. Maybe you bring that spirit in, even if you know, you know, who you're with right then is you know, well, you know, not optimal. That's right. Yeah. Some some old fat guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Middle aged. Middle aged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, I think that's what I think that's about it for this week. This is a very crucial holiday or crucial date, and I think everyone should think about that idea of your own ascension and the promise that's implied by this ascension, that even though there's things are going away, something is coming, and something is always going to be there. And even in dealing with everyday situations, losses, connections, that kind of thing. Yes. And remember that I am with you always until the end of the age. So that sounds good. Sounds good. Alrighty. See you later, everyone. Ciao. You can make it. Shoot it. Mommog.com.